Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman. Clark Kent's plan to round up the counterfeit racketeers begins to operate as young Mary Hennig appears to return to her formal criminal habits in an undercover effort to clear her own name. Hello there, gang. This is your pal, Dan McCullough. Say, uh, you like birthdays, don't you? Because getting a present is always lots of fun. Well then, gang, you'll really go for the 49 different prizes you can get in packages of Kellogg's Pet. Sure. You'll get a bang out of all three kinds of those swell prizes. First off, it's mighty exciting to see which one you'll get in your next pet package. Maybe it'll be a bright-colored comic button picturing a favorite comic strip character, 18 and all to collect and, and to pin on your jacket or your beanie cap. Or uh, maybe it'll be a, a bird picture in gleaming color with a full description on the reverse side. You can collect 24 of them. Or uh, maybe your next pet prize will be one of seven colored cardboard plane models, a cinch to put together. Yes, sir, and that makes 49 different prizes you can collect from packages of Pep, the sunshine cereal. While all that time, you can be enjoying breakfast with those crunchy golden whole wheat flakes of Pep. Flakes that are golden toasted, all crisp and catchy tasting as you spoon them up. Mm Mmm-mm, is Pep a treat. So ask Mom to get you Kellogg's Pep tomorrow and look for your prize inside the package. And now, the adventures of Superman. Jimmy Olsen and Lois Lane were arrested for passing counterfeit money. Jimmy revealed that they had received the money from young Mary Hennig, alias Chicky, part-time office and copy girl at the Daily Planet. Mary insisted she had not known the money was counterfeit and said she had accepted it in payment of a debt from a boy named Biff Morgan, a member of the gang she had once belonged to. With the reluctant consent of Inspector Henderson, Kent devised a plan which he hoped would clear Mary and also lead the police to the counterfeiting gang which was showering Metropolis with bad money. Kent told Mary... Go to Biff Morgan and tell him you changed your mind about going straight. Say you want some of the easy money he said you could make. And get him to take you to the people he's working for. Mary approached Biff, who promised to take her to his boss. As we continue now, the two youngsters are walking down a corridor in a shabby office building. Mary is acting as chicky, the tough girl she used to be. Listen. Office we're going to, Biff. The reliable messenger sites. Messenger service? You will run messenger? Yeah, that's right. Ah, what are you giving me? What does this soft touch come in? <laughs> You'll find out. Here we are. Oh. Well, what you waiting for? Go on in. Okay. Hiya, Herman. Is the boss in? 
Yeah, he's in. Well, brush the hair out of your eyes and tell him Mr. Biff Morgan and Miss Chicky Hennig is here. Let's tell him, huh, Chicky? Yeah. Sit down, Biff. The voice is busy. Yeah, but I got an appointment with him. How long is he going to be busy? How do I know? Sit down and shut up or I'll sit you down and shut you up. <laughs> Some kidder, ain't you, Herman? <laughs> uh, guess we might just as well sit down, Chicky. Who's this Herman character? That's the boss's assistant. Answers a phone and stuff. You know what he can do? What? He can tear a telephone book right in half. Oh, go on. That little one. I've seen him do it. He's got hands like a... like an ape's. And boy, is he mean. Once, two of the kids, real big kids, got him sore. He picked one up in each hand like they were babies and held him out of the window. Wow. I think he would have dropped him. Mr. Pearly hadn't come in and made him put him down. Cheapers. So don't ever get him sore. Oh, I won't. Say, who's this, uh, Mr. Pearly you mentioned? He's the boss of the joint. He's the... That's Mr. Pearly's buzzer. You two kids go on into Mr. Pearly's office. Okay. Come on, Chicky. Mr. Pearlie, the kid I told you about. Hi. Glad to see you, Chicky. Sit down. Thanks. Uh, Biff tells me you want a job. Sure. It's the right kind. What do you mean? Short hours, plenty of moolah. <laughs> you got the right idea, huh, Mr. Pearlie? Well, if that's what you want, why have you been knocking yourself out on that newspaper job? Oh, I was a dope. When Al Vincent and Maud Higgins got sent up the river, well, they're the guys I used to work for. I know. I got cold feet. I decided I'd better go straight. Anyhow, till the heat was off. I can't take no more of that stuff. Working every day after school and all day Saturday and for what? Fifteen bucks a week. Peanuts, huh, boss? Sure. And who wants to live on peanuts? I'm no elephant. <laughs> Pretty good, huh, Mr. Paley? Shut up. <laughs> Did Biff tell you anything about this job? Well, just that there ain't much work or risk and it's easy pickings. That's what I'm looking for. That's all you know? That's all. Well, I'll tell you a little more about it. I run a messenger service. People call us up to pick up railroad or plane tickets for them, or theater reservations. Now the truck strike is on, they want us to pick up packages for them at the stores. Uh-huh. Also, they want us to return the stuff for them sometimes and bring them back their money. Hmm. That's what I want smart kids for, to pick up the stuff for my customers, see? Don't sound to me like you need smart kids for that. All they need is a pair of feet. And the way it works out, sometimes they need a fast pair of feet, huh, Mr. Pearlie? Keep your big mouth shut, Biff. But I just said shut that... Up. Well... You talk too much. Well, Chicky, do you think you'd be interested in a job like that? What's in it? Forty dollars a week. Forty bucks? Hmm, not bad. What's the rest of the setup? What do you mean? Look, you know, paying forty bucks a week for a job you can get plenty of kids to do for fifteen. What's the gimmick? That's all there is, sister. I don't want the job. So long, Mr. Wait Pearl. a minute. Nothing doing. I'm no chump. Some angle you ain't telling me about, and I go I don't go into anything with my eyes closed. Good girl, Chicky. You have got brains. Thanks. If you'd accepted the job blind, I wouldn't have hired you. I told you she was smart. I'll skip the flowers. I'm not born until I know what gives. Okay. Here's the setup. It's about time. Don't be sore. I was just trying you out. Now, listen. Some of our customers are uh, in trouble with the police. That's why they have us do their errands for them. Mm -hmm. So you got to be sharp. Hmm. If a clerk at a railroad station or at a store acts suspicious, looks at the money a long time... Or stalls you while maybe he's calling the house, Dick. You gotta take it on the lamb fast, see? Well, I don't get it. Why should they look at the money a long time? You mean it's phony? Where'd you get that idea? Huh? Why, 
They said they might look at the money a long time. Why should they do that and, and store me while they call a dick? If the money's okay, I mean. I didn't say they would. I said they might. Oh. In order to keep you around while they investigated the client you were working for, or to trail you. If they were suspicious of the client, that is. Oh, oh, I get it now. Okay, Mr. Prilly, when do I go to work? Right now. That's well. There's uh, $260 in this envelope. Take it to the Eastern Railroad Station, to the reservation window. Give the clerk the money. He'll give you two compartment reservations on the limited to California. Two compartments on the limited? That's right. Right. It's all written on the envelope here. Bring the tickets back to this office, and I'll tell you what to do then. Okay, I'm on my way. So long, fellas. Hey, wait, Chicky. Look, uh, don't you want me to go along with him, Mr. Perley? The first time... No, you... that won't be necessary. Besides, I got a job for you, too. Go ahead, Chicky. Okay. Now get this, Biff. I want you and Herman to trail her. But you just said I you... didn't want her to suspect you, dummy. She may be all right, but I didn't like that crack she made about phony money. Hurry now. Get Herman and follow her. Unaware that she is being trailed, Mary Hennig leaves the shabby office building and rides the crowded subway to the Eastern Railroad Station. There in the huge, busy waiting room, she looks about her swiftly, then slips into the last one of a row of telephone booths and removes the envelope Pearlie had given her from her handbag. Carefully, she examines the crisp $10 and $20 bills, then inserts a coin in the phone slot, dials a number. I've got $260 in counterfeit money they gave me. You have? How did you and get And they it? gave me a job. Listen, can you get over here right away? Yes, of course. Where are you? At the railroad station. You'd better hurry. They expected me to come right back. But which railroad station? There are three in Metropolis. Oh, oh, I'm at the... <gasps> Creepers, Biff, and Herman. They must have followed me. Oh, listen, Mary, which railroad oh, station? Oh, gosh, they're going to open the... I've got to hang up. No, wait, Mary. Okay, Chicky. Biff. Yeah, we got you. Terrified, Mary Hennig looks up at Biff Morgan and the scowling, brutish Herman who blocked the door of the phone booth. We'll return in a moment for the exciting climax of today's episode. So, stand by. You know how it is, gang. If you get up feeling cheerful, most likely you've got a good day ahead. So start your day right by having fun right at the breakfast table with a bowl of Kellogg's Pep. Is it good? Why, Kellogg's Pep has a regular talent for tickling your taste. It's a regular fun feast. Those delicate whole wheat flakes are so crisp and fresh, so downright catchy tasting that, well, you get a bang out of every single spoonful. Yes, sir, and who wouldn't get a bang out of those slick pep prizes? Three different kinds of prizes, one or the other in every package of pep you open. For instance, you may find one of 24 keen bird pictures in gleaming bright color with a description on the reverse side so that you'll have the lowdown on these high flyers. Or you may find an exciting colored cardboard model of a fighting plane, easy and fun to assemble. And you can collect all seven model planes in the series. Or your next pep prize may be a bright colored comic button picturing one of 18 famous characters right out of the funnies to pin on your beanie cap or your jacket. So hop to it, gang. Collect all three kinds of these smooth prizes. 
Ask Mom to get you Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Trapped in a phone booth at the Eastern Railroad Station while making a phone call to Clark Kent, Mary Hennig sees Biff Morgan and Herman, Mr. Pearlie's assistant, locking the narrow doorway. What are you two doing here? You didn't expect to see us, eh, Chicky? I, uh, no, I... Who are you calling up? Who? Oh, I was calling my mother. I suppose you were reading her the numbers of the bills in that envelope, huh? Oh, oh, these? Yeah, those. You were calling the cops, weren't you? The cops? Are you crazy, Biff? Oh, yeah? Listen, you... Not here, Biff. Come with us, Chicky. Now, wait a minute. Where are you taking... You'll find out. Now, come along. Don't try to scream or attract any attention or... You see this knife? Yeah. You try anything, you'll feel it in your heart. Come on. Pale, her knees like water, Mary Hennig walks through the railroad station between Biff Morgan and the ape-like Herman, not daring to call out. Meanwhile, Clark Kent, having resumed his true identity of Superman, has streaked across the city to the large Union Railroad Station. Hovering above it in the sky, he anxiously searches the crowds below him. Hundreds of people down there in the station. Don't see Mary, though. Wait a minute, that guy... No, that isn't Mary. Well, I'll try the North River Station, then the Eastern. If only she told me which one she was in. Away! Red cape streaming in the wind, Superman rockets across the city once more to the North River Station. Fortunately, not choosing the, the Eastern, where Mary at this moment is stepping into a car with Biff Morgan and Herman. What will happen to young Mary Hennig? Tomorrow's episode is packed with suspense, gang, so don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. On a chilly morning when your nose wakes up half frozen, gang, that's Crumbles weather. Just the time for a toasty kind of cereal with zip and go. Kellogg's Crumbles, just the name to, to make you think of toasty words like crisp. Crunchy, crinkly, crumbles. You know, it's the only cereal in the whole wide world made in those little crinkly shreds of real whole wheat, sort of sweet and, and mellow rich. This is Crumbles Weather, gang. Just the time for crisp, crunchy, crinkly, Kellogg's Crumble. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs> 